0: i in the book of John this morning. Hallelujah. <clears throat> say when the order of service changes that doesn't mean God changes. That's right. Amen. One word out of the Holy Scriptures your life will be changed. Yes. One word. In the 10th chapter of John's writing but that sounds familiar. What's that got to do with Christmas? Let me see. The Lord speaking. His own words. I'll give instruction on this before, in case you're here and you might not understand. If you have a red letter edition, mm-hmm. the red writing is the actual words of Christ. Everything else in other color is uh, writings that are associated with him, but not spoken by him. The first two words, at least in my King James version of the word, yours may be different. <coughs> you may, you may say "indeed, indeed." Mine says "verily, verily." Those two words are emphatic in nature. They're declaratory of great necessity and the utmost importance. Barely, barely. Get this. Understand this. I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, The same as a thief and a robber. Notice that he does not say that others do not try and climb up another way and try to enter and actually enter. He doesn't say they don't enter. What he says is, he that entereth not but the door into the sheepfold. Now, the sheepfold Christ here is describing as being those of the, we would say, church in our modern times. He's descriptive here in terms that are knowledgeable of the day that... explanatory of what people understand in that day. He uses the term sheepfold because that's a common thing in the day he's speaking here. But it's still a thing today. The church is a thing. Yes. The church is a sheepfold that many come into. And what Christ is saying here, there's a lot that may go in, but if you don't go in through the right door, you're not going to be what you need to be. Now, there's a a lot of uh, things that are associated with this section of scriptures here. Now, he's talking to some religious folks here. Religious. Don't ever confuse the word religious with godly, by the way. Although godly can be religious. People can be very religious and very godly, but don't get too used to using the term and thinking that it always associated with this wonderful godliness because it doesn't. There's a lot of religions. Uh, anything can be called a religion. I've cited that recently, but I want you to understand that. He declares that any who try to climb up any other way are the same as thieves and robbers, which in that day was about as bad as it got. Um, first thing a thief or a robber is is they're sneaky I could give a lot of other descriptions but in the words of Christ is what I'm sticking with because I think he cited it well in verse 2 he says but he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep Now i want you to go down to verse 11 and we're going to come back verse 11 says i am the good shepherd Amen. the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep now look at verse 9 i am the door by me if any man enter in he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture so jesus is saying here i'm the shepherd and i'm the door How can he be the shepherd and the door at the same time? Because he's Jesus. He's the only door by which man can enter in and receive the goodness and fullness of God. Now that's not saying that there are ways and means that others have taken and are still taking to try to find another route into the sheepfold. And he's talking to some here who have done that very thing. The ones that he's been speaking to, pharisaic in nature, by religion, who have not accepted him at all. As a matter of fact, they deny and reject him. This is just a nut that's wandered onto the scene and we got to deal with it. Never, never believing, never accepting, that he's the true son of God who came to this earth that man could have salvation freedom from his sins and be reconciled to God he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep now let me explain just a little bit when God sent a shepherd by and through being Jesus himself at the same time he also sent a door he being the door now I find that's, that's just pretty awesome okay we got a door well we got a shepherd and they're one and the same but what's a shepherd do he leads the sheep who are the sheep The true sheep are true believers. But everyone in the sheepfold are not true believers. And that's Jesus' presentation here. He says, continuing reading, verse 3, To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. Wow, that's a powerful scripture. Yes. Are you a sheep? Amen. Are you a sheep in the context of what Jesus is saying? Amen. Tell you what, if, if you're a sheep in the sheepfold of the Lord Jesus Christ, praise God, you you are a so holy territory. Amen. Amen. But if you're not, you're not. you're not, you're not. He's not saying that some didn't come in and be a part. He said, because they climbed up some other way, through a window or many windows or whatever they had to do, break a tile, go a different route. Other than that only route that, the only route one can take, they devise other ways and other means to enter in. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them. And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Do you know his voice? Amen. (coughs) This is a, I mean, it's an incentive. It's a comfort. It's, I think it's awakening call right here. Do, do you know his voice? Because it says here the sheep know his voice. He leads them. Because they know what he sounds like. They know. There's a lot in knowing his voice. Hearing his voice. And we can relate his voice to this book I'm preaching from this morning. This is the voice of God. Now, I believe, and I've had a few instances where I have heard the voice, the words, the inspirations, the move, the stirring. There's a lot of things can be incorporated with the voice here. The sound of his voice, the speaking to us. That's why so important and necessary is barely, barely let us know his word, because when we know his word, we know his voice and we hear his voice. And today, as I stand here, the, the percentage is shrinking on people that, that claim to be of the sheepfold and claim to be Christians that never read the word of God. Right. Now, I'll leave you to figure that one out. If you have no idea what the voice is, how in the world can you ever hear the voice? Right. I'll you can't. You can't. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him? A stranger they will not follow, but flee from him. Remember that. For they know not the voice of strangers. Now, if you dig in a little bit of the nature of sheep, it's kind of explanatory. You know where Jesus says that he'll separate the sheep from the goats? In the word, Anybody familiar here with that. A sheep is a creature. It's said here, a sheep will follow the shepherd and pretty much go about where the shepherd leads them and wants to take them. Now, a goat's different because a goat may follow a little bit, but if he sees something off out here, he'll take off running to it because he's so curious and inquisitive about anything in the world that draws his attention. Does that mean anything? Think about it. There's a lot of things in this world that attract, and they're not all good. Matter of fact, less and less all the time in Matthew chapter 24 verse 4 Jesus says this and I'll paraphrase be careful that you allow no man to deceive you be careful that you allow no man to deceive you And in verse 5 he says and he's talking of latter times of course that's what Matthew 24 is talking about. He said for in those days many shall come in my name saying I am the Christ and shall deceive many. But what's that got to do with John 10? A lot. When we look at those words out of Matthew 24, 4 and 5 we see first of all a warning, take heed that no man deceive you who said that? Jesus did for many shall come in my name saying I am the Christ and shall deceive many that word saying, "I am the Christ." Who did Jesus say was in John fourteen six? He said, "I am." First thing he said was the way, the truth, and the life. So, not taking the Bible and changing it. For many shall come in my way, my name, saying, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." And shall deceive men. Oh, well, that's that's confusing. No, it isn't. It's not confusing at all. Because we're seeing it go on right now, today. This yes, was his warning. I mentioned Christmas message and and I I I'm not talking about evergreen and the trees and, and all the things that are the scene of the season. Staying true to Christ is the very thing that's going to get us to heaven. But there are a lot of deceptive distractions that are in the world that are constantly attempting to draw us away and the main tactic most always used is deception. Deception. I want you to consider the sheepfold again. There are attempts in Jesus' words by many to find another route, another way, and not only to find another route or another way, but to try to convince others that there's another route and another way. And he said over in 14, he said there'll be many, or in Matthew, I'm sorry, there'll be many, and many shall be deceived. So there's many ways and many means, most obviously amongst us now, generations and thousands of years later, that are doing just what Jesus is talking about. And this, these particular scriptures in, in John 10 here, I see as a, a necessity, this barely, barely, indeed, indeed, pay attention, pay attention, as a draw to keep us firm and intact with him, the true shepherd and the true door. That's a Christmas message. Amen. Right. I mean, he came in the form of a baby born of a virgin, was all over that this morning in Sunday school. And we know he he grew up and he became our Savior and Lord, endured the cross and everything associated with it. Death didn't defeat him. Amen. Just a short passage. Three days later, he was up out of the tomb walking and. Went to prepare a place. Amen. Now, it's back to John ten. Verse six says, This parable spake Jesus unto them. But they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. That's a real problem. then said Jesus unto them again you ever had the Lord speak to you more than once (laughs) maybe you didn't pay real good attention the first time they thought it would probably tell you again or at least inspire you or move you again barely barely there it is again pay attention pay attention pay attention get this get this get this This is important, important, important. I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear. Then he's talking about true sheep. True sheep do not listen to thieves and robbers that are trying to be deceptive. True sheep listen to the voice. But the shepherd. And in our world today we have so many voices that are strange. That are alluring and attempting to draw and attempting to influence. This is all about influence. The thieves and robbers that climb up another way make another entrance into the sheepfold They're all about influence. Well, I thought they were thieves and robbers. They are. In the most extreme. I'll explain that in a minute. Again, verse 9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. by me, he said. Matter of fact, when he said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, after that, he said, no man cometh to the Father, but by me. Said it again right here. There's not another way. I like it, he shall be saved. I'm saved. Amen. I've been through the door, Lord. Hey father and shepherd. You? She's got great rewards. Look what he said. She'll go in and out. And she got freedom to move where the spirit of the Lord is There's liberty, right? Amen. And find <coughs> pasture. And find pasture. We're still talking sheep. It's not the only time Jesus used sheep as a explanatory means because one reason they were so predictable now I'll tell you another they were done Amen. and they'd follow each other off of a cliff but they followed you know let's take cliff as just a step of faith alright not one of destruction you ever have to walk in faith Amen. What is that? Is that a sheep walking in faith? Hey, the shepherd led me, so if he's leading me, that's where I need to go. Sometimes it's through dangerous territory. Sometimes it's through treacherous trails and paths. But we're still going to follow, right? See, this pasture. David, said in the 23rd Psalm, He maketh me lie down in green pastures, he leadeth me beside the still waters. That's a pretty good place to be if you're a sheep. Exciting a peaceful atmosphere, one of plenty and one of even protection. Now, verse 10 familiar the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy stop right there where did we start up here thieves and robbers Mm -hmm. trying to find another way in by whatever means necessary to them it's just getting in it's just making entrance. Because when they get entrance, they get opportunity. It's what they're looking for. To steal, to kill, and to destroy. Now, many times we take this, this is entirely roped around this scripture. It's entirely all about Satan. No, it isn't. It's about Satan's agents. Inspired by Satan. We could say Antichrist. Why is Jesus even saying this? So we would know. Read it again. The thief cometh not. The only reason the thief comes is the thief cometh not but. This is his reason. This is the reason of those that he inspires and sometimes steals and Jesus said it earlier. That's going to say Jesus is everywhere. I'm Jesus. Come here, come there. It said the spirit of Antichrist is going to be amongst us, especially in the end times, more so. It's everywhere. I've said this a million times, things like look around. It's everywhere. You can't look anywhere but what you don't see it. I heard again the diminishment of the percentage of people to go to church anymore. A lot of them listen to the thieves and the robbers, stranger's voice, instead of the voice of the shepherd. And this is drastically increasing. It's, it's alarming how rapidly and, and and the reduction, like month by month almost. Many things taking place that if you have a spiritual side at all, you can readily identify. Antichrist at work. Rejection of Christ. Talking about Christmas. Talking about thieves stealing, killing, destroying. Do you see what's going on? Do you see that they're absolutely now trying to do away with the whole thing? Yes. The whole concept. And Christmas, by the way, is not a concept. But they see it as a concept. Christmas is about Jesus Christ. Amen. Virgin birth. Amen. Praise God. God in the Son of this earth. That's what Christmas is about. Mentioned influence. Steal, kill, and destroy. That's the attempt by influence by influential deception by whatever means is necessary whatever gate you can get through whatever window you can crawl in we're not going through the door of that crazy shepherd that everybody says is Lord and Savior that's their attitude and it's growing worse every day but the sole intent is to influence that they can steal kill and destroy it Spiritually. Theoretically, even though biblically we know it is not possible, but theoretically, if you can steal Christmas, and you can kill Christmas, and you can destroy Christmas, if you could do that, and that's the intent. What have you got left? I stand for Christmas. Amen. 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 Christ must. Yes, that's right. You mentioned push back, stand up to influence, and I've talked a lot about influence in this church. We're all influenced, every day. Where we go, we are influenced. Who we associate with, we're influenced. Now we've got a government that is trying to influence. Don't hide under the rock. That's what's the matter now. Sheepfold. Sheepfold. Here's another thing the sheepfold does not only contain real sheep, (coughs) real, true, sold out to Jesus, God fearing, God following, God obedient sheep. I want to show you a passage of scripture out of the book of Revelations. It's him speaking to another church in the third chapter of Revelations. Church of Sardis. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis write, these things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know thy works. That thou hast a name that thou livest and are dead. In other words, you're saying you're alive, but you're just dead as you can be. You know, Jesus told that to the Pharisees. He said, you're nothing but white the sepulchers full of dead man's bones. Uh-huh. be watchful and listen to this and strengthen the things which remain what remains what remains and I know this is execological and futuristic but what remains right now what remains I said it I think last Sunday the remnant There's still chance, there's still opportunity here. I'm going to read it again. Be watchful. Pay attention. Uh Don't be influenced and deceived. Amen. Follow the true shepherd. Continue to follow the true shepherd. And strengthen the things which remain. (coughs) That are ready to die. Did you catch that? Strengthen the things that remain that are on the verge of dying. What's he talking about? Things that remain. (coughs) The character of God that is supposed to be mainstream in the church. The ways of God, the ways of the Word of God, Amen. the the holiness, the righteousness. See, the thieves and the robbers that climb up this other way, they don't care about righteousness and godliness. They're just trying to find a way in to influence somebody to steal, kill, and destroy them. For I have not found my works perfect before God. Now this we could cite as being a church that has a very great problem of hypocrisy. They're looking like they do one thing but they're doing something totally different. They look religious in their cosmetics but underlying they're not. Now notice Remember, verse 3, remember, therefore, how thou hast received and heard. Remember, remember, remember. Therefore, how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. You ever have to go back to what you've received and heard? When you kind of get out of line and you, something comes to you because you've got this voice in you, this word in you at least, Come on, that draws you back? In line with God, Amen. Yeah. Not astray out here in the world of deception and trickery and influence. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a. It's just interesting, as a thief, as a thief. And thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. When does a thief come? Usually darkness. Now, Jesus isn't coming in darkness. He said, I will come on you as a thief. Sly. Subtle. When you least expect it. When you're not paying attention, when you leave all your windows open, it comes a thief. This came to me as I was studying this, saying he will come in a way that you won't even realize you're not missing till he's gone. Come no. did you catch that? You won't even realize that you're not missing until he's gone. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments. You see the terminology here? We see many and then we see few. Many will be deceived. In this scripture we see they'll have a few names in Sardis which have not defiled their garments. And they shall walk with me in white. Walk with me. With who? The shepherd. Jesus. For they are worthy. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. Amen. Is that important to anybody? Amen. Amen. Hmm. Who records your name in the book of life? Who has the authority to blot it out? I know there's argument to this. I'm not going to get into religious war here. But I find this scripture very much of a warning I will not blot out his name out of the book of life but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels he that hath an ear let him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches deception and influence have great ability no argument to that at all. We see it all the time. For years, I've seen people deceived and influenced in their lives ruined, absolutely destroyed. Most of the time by self-destruction, but they were influenced somewhere by somebody. Most often, in every case, <coughs> deceived a little bit. Offered this and offered that or hang a trinket before or get them to chase this or chase that or go yonder. Thank God we have a shepherd whose voice we can hear, that we can follow to keep us on the straight and narrow path, that straight way that heads towards heaven. Amen. 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 Thank God. Christ came for a reason to save a sinful world, at least all who would hear him and heed his voice and submit to him and make him their Savior and their Lord. They therefore become bona fide, genuine members of the sheepfold that are destined. For eternal glory. Amen. Amen. Now, closing with this. Back to John chapter 10. These influencers. I could try to go into specifics today, and I don't even know about giving any examples because it, it's just too just numerous. Again, I'm gonna say it again, there's influence everywhere you look. I saw another interesting. Wasn't a statistic. It was actual. It's just an indicator that uh, observation of people a lot brighter than I am that do all this kind of stuff in the United States. There is more mockery of God present than has ever existed in the history of this country. Mockery of God. Uh Come on. Well, I'm here to mock the devil. I'll just tell him, oh, amen. Man. Praise amen. God, put him down man, and lift Jesus up. Folks, that's our path is to follow the shepherd regardless what. Regardless what deception, regardless what influence, regardless who it is. And there's many of them out there that are trying to lead people the wrong direction. And there's a lot of wrong paths that lead to destruction. There's only one that will take us to heaven. Right. He's the door and he's the shepherd. I'm going to leave one last section of scripture, all the way back over in Deuteronomy. Turn with me, please, and then we're going to close this up. Deceit and influence can be a curse, can result in a curse. Following the Lord is always a blessing. Chapter 30, verse 19, Deuteronomy, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, witness, that I have set before you life and death, what did Jesus say? The thief cometh not with the steel, kill and destroy. But I have come that you might have what? Life, life and yeah. life more abundant. Yeah. Blessing and cursing. See, you get. You want blessing or you want cursing? I said, deception and influence ends in the curse. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live that thou mayest love the Lord thy God and that thou mayest obey his voice uh-huh. and that thou mayest cleave unto him Amen. that's kind on. of what a Amen. sheep does he just likes to get that boy he wants to be close to that shepherd close as he can get is that us? is that you? for he is thy life In the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord sware unto thy fathers Abraham, to Isaac, Jacob, and to give them to the church later, to the sheep, Christians, true Christians. I hope you're on the right road. I hope you're following. Unrelenting, the great shepherd, the door. And in the drawing days, seemingly the culmination of time, the last days, without a doubt, the trickery and the deception and the ungodly influences everywhere. You know what's appalling to me is some of the most atrocious sins that are being committed and the, mo- the most wicked things are being dubbed religion. <clears throat> Did you notice the draw to it? prongs, Throngs. Our government made a decision this week that's a pretty good indicator to me. I'm going to leave it right there. Would you understand? Strengthen that that remains. Well, there's opportunity. And us individually and personally, strengthen that that remains. Strengthen that that's in us. I'm going to state that phrase again that's ready to die. Our adherence, our trust. Our belief our refusal to accept otherwise none other than Christ is one day going to pay off Amen, Amen. Amen. Thank you Lord so Prepare to leave this morning always want to do this the worst thing anybody ever do is put off but all for saving this great shepherd who's so able. To take that black heart, make it white as snow. (coughs) Take a life of sin and cleanse it. Put his spirit in one that will accept him as Lord of Lord, King of kings. need him this morning do you need Jesus this morning do you know the Lord if you don't know the Lord you're subject to deception you're subject to trickery you're subject to the influence of ungodliness even downright wickedness I thought for years you know it can't get any worse people are not going to be so easily fooled I was wrong because they are by the multitudes let us not be in that group and pray for those that are that they would somehow, some way be subjected and come under the influence of God a convicting Holy Spirit power and touch to draw them to the saving grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ anybody this morning before we dismiss us? Hope all's well. Rejoice. Rejoice that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. God bless you. You're dismissed.